Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yep. Hey, man, you know what we're going to talk about today? No, I don't. I want to talk about your favorite books. Oh, okay. And not just your favorite books now, but your favorite books growing up, what you remembered reading and what you fell in love with while you could still see, and what you've read since you've been blind. Oh, man. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. I didn't prep every. I didn't prep him for this one, people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is off the cuff. So, um, and I can dive into and talk about my favorite books, but let's start with you. Um, right. What did you like as a kid? I honestly didn't like reading at all as a kid, and I probably only read like two or three books when I could see. Really? Yeah. See, I'm glad I picked this to, to talk about today. Uh, Jump into one of the books. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. I'm going to have to write that down. It's a, she, the author is Judy Bloom. Oh, I love Judy Bloom. Yeah. She, so she, I, I, I love yeah, that's. I'm going to have to look that up for my girls. That's very cool. <laughs> so I, I read so that. So what do you remember of li- liking about the book? Honestly, I, <laughs> I think I only read it because in... Whew, Let's see how good my memory is. In second grade, I had a teacher that took however long out of the, however many minutes out of the day, maybe twenty minutes or you know maybe it was the whole period. I'm not sure, but she would read from that book every day to us, and she would like use different voices and stuff for the people in the book. And so, <laughs> in fourth grade, I had to do a book report, so I chose that book, and I remembered most of it just from her reading it. I only read it just to refresh my memory. <laughs> so, that's funny. So that's why I read that book. <laughs> you know, um, that's really cool. Let me jump in real quick. There's only a few books that I loved growing up, right? And here's the thing. What's odd is I love writing, mm. but I'm not a fan of reading. That's funny. And it's odd. Usually writers are big readers. I, I tend not to be. But growing up, in the early, early years, I loved the Big Honey Hunt, the Berenstain Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of that? And you know why I love that? I, my grandma, actually, she's not, she wasn't actually my grandmother, but she's a woman that I called grandma my whole life. Yeah. Right? In Kansas. And she was my aunt's mother. Okay. Right? For some reason... Five years in a row, five years in a row, she either gave me, Dolly, or Mona the big honey hunt for Christmas. That's funny. <laughs> so after like the second year, I'm like, didn't I get this last year? And so we have five <laughs> copies of it, all signed from her. That's right? awesome. But what's, what's funny is when my mom would read it to me and when we'd read it together, do you know what the story is? Uh, I'm I'm familiar with the Berenstain Bears, but I'm not sure if I remember that one specifically. Okay, nutshell, the story is Bear Mom tells Bear Dad and Bear Son to go get some honey from the store next door. Yeah. And when they leave the house, they realize, hey, we're bears. We don't need to buy it from the store. We're going to get it naturally. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and then they go through hell trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then at the very end, they have to buy it from the store. That's funny. But the funny thing is, my mom used to always say, Hey, Hamad, you know, what did the story teach you? 
And I'm like, I don't know, mom, tell me. And she goes, listen to your wife. (laughs) (laughs) So um, other books that I loved, and this is a more obscure one. A a lot of people don't know this one, but it's called Robert the Rose Horse. Have you heard of that one? No, I'm not familiar with that one. Dude, I I think it was written by P.D. Eastman, but crazy, crazy book about a horse that lived on a farm that became allergic to flowers. Yeah. So his, but he loved flowers. So the doctor said, okay, horse, you need to move. So the horse went to the city and he got a bunch of jobs, but every job he'd get, he'd get fired from because, you know, yeah, he, uh, he would sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Right When he was around flowers. So at the end of the book, he's in the park and he witnesses a bank robbery. The horse. Yeah. I'm talking about the horse. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so what he does is he sees the bank robbery and then he rushes to a bed of bushes and and smells them. And then he turns around and he sneezes and he knocks out all the bank robbers. Right? And then he's a hero. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, jump in. Tell me another one that you liked, either uh, growing up or as an adult. Oh, man. I, I ever since I, I've been blind, I especially in the last maybe I'd say five years or so I've read a ridiculous amount of books I mean I've probably without exaggerating I've easily read at least I don't know 70 books probably have you really yeah that's Um, incredible do you have one that step out that jump out to I love Ready Player One the movie that just came out oh the book yeah. yeah, I haven't read that yet. Well, the, the, I should. Is that one I should actually read? Yeah, the book is amazing. Like, I, I, Caleb saw the movie. He told me what the movie's about. I was like, I'm not even watching the movie. <laughs> like, because he, he, I had him read the book too. And he's like, Yeah, you like the book. You, you're not going to like the movie. I was like, Yeah, I didn't think I would. So, but I, I probably read that book at least once a year. Really? Yeah. I had a teacher in high school that, um, had, we, we had it was like an English, like lit class or something, and that's she. She actually kind of got me interested in, in reading. I I read you know the the books for these classes in high school. I didn't really read anything for a while, but like I said, in the last five years, I've just been reading tons of stuff. I also like reading um, autobiographies and biographies and stuff too. So I read like. A bunch of uh, Steve um, Isaacson, I think is the guy's name. He wrote, like, the Steve Jobs book. He wrote a book on Albert Einstein, quite a few other books. I've I've read those books. I've read a really interesting book on uh, Nikolai Tesla. That was really interesting. Um, Oh, that's cool. stuff on uh, another John uh, John Adams book. Like, so I, I like all kinds of stuff like that. That's really cool. Hey, let me give you, uh, to wrap up, at least on my side, let me give you an image that I remember about reading. Mm. When I was a kid, my mom would always read to us, right, before we went to bed. Yeah. But she never finished the book because she'd always fall asleep, (laughs) right? (laughs) So when I was a kid, I'm like, what happens? You always fall asleep. And... The one book I remember the most was uh, The Little Engine That Could. Yeah. Have you, do you, are you familiar with that book? Yeah, yeah. It's about a, you know, a little train that can't get over the mountain. Right. And they keep trying to find other trains to help them get over the mountain. Yeah. 
And then this very small, young female train, actually, which I didn't even realize until I reread it recently. Uh, this young girl train uh, helps the toys get over the mountain. And, and the whole time she keeps on saying, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, right, as she's going over the hill, the yeah. mountain. And what I remember as a kid is my mom would always read that book to me, and she'd always say, you're the little train, right? You can do anything. You can yeah. get over the mountain, Yeah. right? So that was uh, the lasting image that I always had growing up, because every time I had issues with being unable to do something, I'd always think of that crazy little train trying to get the toys over the mountain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's interesting how, how certain books are just ingrained in you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So to wrap up on your end, do you have one that's just tattooed in your mind forever? Hmm. New well, World. I mean, w w th this goes without saying for, you know, me as a Christian, I also read, I mean, I read the Bible every day. I at least... I at least read through the Bible at, to, from front to back at least once a year, but I've been trying to do it two or three times a year. So, so let me ask you something. That is awesome. It's beautiful. How many times have you read the Bible? Oh, man. Like from cover to cover? Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I would say I've been more getting focused on that for the past few years, so I would say at least ten times. So I've read the I read about 75% of the Bible. Yeah. And and just cuz I'm fascinated with it, right? Yeah. And it's uh yeah, it's a very good read. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, It's got to be the best-selling book of all time, isn't it? It is. And the the second most selling book of all time is a book called Pilgrim's Progress, which was written by a Christian named John Bunyan. And that's the second most selling book of all time. Really? Yeah, he actually wrote that book when he was in jail. He was uh, arrested for, you know, preaching Christianity, and they threw him in jail. And he was in there for years. And uh, he had, I think he, he was married, and he had at least five kids, maybe more. And when he was in jail, he wrote Pilgrim's Progress. And the, uh, the people... You know the the, who, you know the, whoever's in charge of that jail or whatever, told him at one point, "Look, just stop preaching Christianity and we'll let you go." And he said, "No, I'll stay here then." You know what you really need to do, my friend? It takes a commitment because it's four hours long. But I guess there's a three-hour version. I saw the four and a half-hour version. Yeah. You need to see the movie Silence. Okay. It's a movie that uh, Martin Scorsese made a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he wanted to make it for 28 years. Okay. And then he finally made it, and it was about um, two, um, uh, two gentlemen that go to Japan to spread the word of Christianity. Yeah. It's a period piece. You should definitely see it. Okay. You, of all people that I know. Yeah. Would really love that movie. Yeah, the uh, the Pilgrim's Progress book is written like allegorically, so like the main the main character's name is Christian, but then there's like you know people's names like abstinence and you know legal legal something man and you know so so everyone's got these you know allegorical names. It's it's 
It's a little, I wouldn't say it's a little hard to read, but it's, you know, because it's the English from, you know, 300 years ago is kind of tough to read. He was a Puritan, so it, the English is a little, little, little bit different than what we're used to reading now, but. Sure, sure, of course. But anyway, I just wanted to dive in real quick and talk about uh, a couple of moments in our lives where books, you know, either carved a path or didn't, but just created an experience for it. Yeah, I finally didn't like to read when I can see and like to read when I couldn't, so. <laughs> see, now that is why I wanted to jump into this. Yeah. I want to reiterate what you just said, man. Yeah. You didn't like to read when you could see, and now you love to read when you're blind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that is I, cool. Being able to read things at four times the speed is also nice. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, man. That's it for me. That was a fun one. All right. So if you guys want to check it out, check us out. Limping on cloud9.com, Stitcher Radio, um, iTunes, Google Play, all those other fun places you can find us. Also, check out lonelysealfilmfestival.com and how can they reach us? Info at limpingoncloud9.com. Info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.